Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hi, Ingrid. Hey, Scott. How are you? Oh, you know, I just had like a mental breakdown this weekend and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to recover from the intensity of it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are having these mental breakdowns. I feel like there's a lot of strain, a lot of stress. Yeah, a lot of pressure happening. A lot of pressure. Yep. When the planets moved from Aries to Taurus, that was super intense. So that's Aries would be like the ram and then Taurus is the bull. Yes. So different types of energy. Very different. One is fire. The other one is earth. One is cardinal moving forward. The other one is fixed, staying still. And back on January 6th, when there was that crazy riot in Washington, D.C., that was when Mars transited from Aries to Taurus. And so then a couple weeks ago, the week of April 12th is when Venus moved into Taurus. And then on Monday, April 19th is when the sun and Mercury moved into Taurus. So everything leading up to that, it just creates so much pressure. When one planet moves from one sign to the next, it's like popping a champagne cork, let alone when three are moving. That it's, makes sense. It's super intense. And in going from that aggressive, like, go energy, as you like to say, to just being stuck in the mud. That's what it felt like, for sure. I, I kind of felt it coming. And I was like, okay, I know Monday's kind of like Sunday or Monday is going to be kind of shitty for me. So I'm going to go to the ocean and maybe do a reset, get in the cold water. Yeah, well, I tried to go to the ocean. I decided to like visit my family at the same time. There was traffic just trying to like park there was a million people at the beach you couldn't even like get on the beach between the parking and the chaos happening from like having a nice sunny day i think it just was so intense i ended up just like sprinting out of there i was supposed to stop and visit my aunt and i just like left i was like in front of her house i'm like i gotta get out of here this was the opposite energy of what i was needing Mm -hmm. and that was the day i had like a full breakdown like i really needed a reset (sighs) and i like couldn't seem to get one I ended up at my friend's house in the bathtub just bawling. (laughs) Thank God for amazing friends. For Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, she is a healer. Hmm. That Pisces energy. Well, now we're in the thick of, of Taurus. I'm feeling better now, much more stable and... Yeah, it definitely kind of feels like a little bit of a hangover. Like, today I slept for like 10 hours. I like mm. woke up really early this morning and I was just like, no, I need some rest. I cannot get up and just like stayed in bed until I fell back asleep. It's a bit jarring when you're moving at one pace that's going like, say, 100 miles an hour, and then you transition from that to zero miles an hour. It's very jarring. So hopefully things are stabilizing for people a little bit. But, uh, you know, and last week was the the full moon in Scorpio. So hopefully that provided a release, an exhale for people out there. What day was that? 
That was last Monday. Oh, okay. So I'm hoping that the full moon has provided a release and exhale for for anyone out there that's been feeling stressed out and strained, uh, especially in the bonded energy. Uh, you know, like you were talking about leading up to this. Will you just say that again? Because it makes a little sound. Oh, sorry. Um, leading, so I'm hoping that the full moon in Scorpio was able to provide a release for people in regards to their karmic bonds. You know, is that new moon in Aries on April 11th, it was all about setting your intentions to have the courage to authentically be yourself. Creates a lot of conflict in relationships when you're not showing up the way that your partners or your friends expect you to can cause conflict. The full moon in Scorpio was that release. So you can release those toxic energetic patterns that are keeping you in these toxic bonded relationships. (laughs) And now we've moved past that. And so now it's about working with the new energy and restabilizing. But this week is going to be fit with challenges. Great. Yes. Okay. Well, I think that means we need to amp up your self-care routine because last week was already very intense and... I think I like drank one of the days and that kind of derailed me. That was not really a good weekend for drinking, mm-hmm. making sure you're doing all the right stuff. And like on my list of things to do when I'm not feeling great is not drink. And then also, yeah, upping the self-care, taking baths, go to the ocean, meditate, breathing, all the stuff. Yes. Well, let's remember that Taurus is the senses, the five physical senses. So it's about appreciating your likes and dislikes, appreciating what you enjoy. Like you said, the bubble bath, the rose petals, the flowers, the massage, whatever it is, that's the self-care stuff. That is Taurus energy right there. Eating good food. And people tend to either forget or they maybe just don't know what really does make them feel better. But really making a list for yourself. I have like a list of things to do and to not do. Uh, my friend Dave Buddha was having a meltdown and he was like, okay, we're going to make a list right now. When you're sad, what are the things you need to do for yourself and what are things that are not good for you? Hmm. Just to remind you and have that to look back on when you're not feeling well and really making sure you're adhering to your list because that's putting yourself first and taking care of yourself. And when we do the opposite, it just really intensifies everything like drinking. I definitely overdid it. And especially the energy that was happening that weekend, it was like a bad choice. Mm -hmm. And did you look at your list afterwards? No, I don't look at it anymore because I, now I really have like those main things that I know that I should be doing and not doing. I feel like it's now really like embedded in when I start to not feel well, I can make a conscious decision to be like, okay, what are those things that I need to not do? What are those things that I need to do? Mm-hmm. But at first it was really helpful to just actually write that list out and really be intentional and say, what are all the things I can do that are amazing for my mental health? And what are the things that I know are going to derail me and make me feel worse? Mm-hmm. But I think that was a really, you know, a good moment for me. So it's been helpful. Yeah, it really has. Yeah. So especially this week, it sounds like things are going to get intense. So maybe we can all write ourselves a list of self-care routine, what to do and what not to do to mm-hmm. take care of ourselves better. Yeah, right on. And also think of money. Oh, I'm always thinking Taurus. about money. <laughs> yes. So that's part of self-care too, is making sure that you're financially fit. You have enough to take care of yourself. Yes. 
If you don't have money, you can't be taking beach trips. In the middle of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy energy right now. Heavy like the bull. Yeah, some crazy shit is coming up. Lo- yeah. Lots of heaviness from everybody. Yeah. A lot of past psychological baggage as well. It's for you personally, you're saying. Maybe not the baggage itself, but like the thoughts of what has maybe happened in the past and how it's affecting us in our present reality. It's getting too heavy and <laughs> just over it. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want all this shit to be affecting me like it is now. And I want to unpack it so I can be lighter. Yes. And, and everyone around me is just kind of bringing up these past things. Like, why is this still an issue for me? What are these? Why is this issue now stemming from my past? Like recognizing it is one thing, but being able to actually unpack it and get rid of it is another. Yeah. Like acknowledgement is kind of the first step, but it takes a lot more work than just saying this happened to me. Maybe that's what that is. It's like, you know, the signs go Pisces, Aries, Taurus. So Pisces is where we keep all of our psychological baggage in the unconscious, bringing it into Aries, which is like taking the dumpster onto the street and lighting it on fire. <laughs> but then when the fire goes out, you gotta clean. You it still got like the burnt trash. <laughs> you got to do something with it, right? So yeah. this is, it's like the, the Taurus energy I think it feels so heavy because of it's like all the psychological baggage is now in your reality. Just sitting there in the street looking at you. Yes. Yeah. It's time to clean it up. Yeah. And that's not, I mean, it's nice idea to just clean shit up, but it's also not easy. Mm -mm. And the bull doesn't like to clean. It just likes to sit. Yes. (laughs) So it's like... We're sitting in our baggage. Yes. Our pile of trash. Yeah. We're all all lethargically just sitting in our burnt pile of trash. (laughs) It's a wonderful image. So what is going to be happening this week to kind of like ideally clean it up? Or is anything going to be moving? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Yes. There's going to be movement. uh, But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday... We're going to be sitting. Well, it's going to be tense. Okay. So it's not going to be maybe moving those days, but there's going to be pressure building. So should we jump into it? Yeah, let's go. So we're looking at May 3rd through the 9th. Monday, May 3rd, Mercury, the planet of communication, as it completes its transit through Taurus, the bull, it aligns with Jupiter, the planet of expansion, in Aquarius, the sign that represents the community. They're both at the final degree, which again is that intense degree. So this is why I'm bringing up everything that was going on back on the week of 412 and then 419 when Venus, Mercury, and the Sun moved in to Taurus. Mercury is now going to move into Gemini. So it's leaving. It's leaving, but before it does it connects with Jupiter that's also at the 29th degree. So this is like expanding communication in the community? Expanding communication in the community, yes. So maybe just sharing whatever psychological baggage you're sitting in the middle of the street with, with the people around you? Okay, I can do that. Wow, that sounds like a pretty awful (laughs) thing to do, but you know what? This is an uncomfortable alignment. So... It's not meant to be pleasant, necessarily. This might mean what's your baggage that you need to air out in your community. If you're able to be vulnerable and share your baggage, 
with the people that are in your communities that can give them a better sense of why you are the way you are and also help others feel not alone because everyone's going through something shitty. So it can give them some insight onto why you are who you are and also help connect with them and not make them feel alone when they're sitting with their own psychological baggage. Yes. It's like, whoa, that's really fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) But that same thing happened to me. Someone says that, you know, it's like they feel like they're not alone. Yeah, I was sharing about going to breath work and part of yeah, at least the breath work circles that I've been to in the beginning. Usually everyone's a stranger, really, and you're just sharing whatever is the worst shit you're going through. Telling people is very healing because whether there's 10 people there or 100 people there, it's like every single time someone will come up to you afterwards and be like, wow, I totally feel that I've went through something similar. And it's like you sharing what you're going through just made me feel like I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it fucking sucks. That, mm-hmm. su- that sucks that that happened to you. And it sucks that it happened to me. And it just feels healing to know you're not alone on earth. Yes. We're always like sharing the best parts of ourselves on like Instagram, all of the highlights. But it's like when you can share the shitty things too is when you really feel connected. It's nice to celebrate the amazing stuff as well. Like we can't forget about that. Mm-hmm. But having the balance of the light and the dark is what really connects us. Absolutely. That's the reality. Both sides, two sides of one coin. So Mercury, after it makes this connection with Jupiter, moves on into Gemini. So hopefully this lightens things up a bit. Is this Monday or Tuesday? This is Monday. Okay. It all happens, you know, Mercury's moving quick right now. So it hits Jupiter at 28 degrees and then it bounces into Gemini, which is the sign that Mercury rules. So Mercury is home. Mercury is in a, in a position of power. Hopefully communication will be a little more clear. Uh, hopefully your thoughts will be a little more clear. Uh, really ask yourself, what do I want to learn? What do I want to learn? What excites my curiosity? What am I curious about? This is what Mercury in Gemini is all about. What am I curious about? So Mercury is going to be in Gemini for an extended stay. Do you know why, Ingrid? Retrograde. Yeah, it's coming up. (laughs) So, for instance, Mercury was in Taurus from... April 19th to May 3rd, but it's going to be in Gemini from May 3rd to July 11th. So this is going to be a time that we're going to be revisiting a lot of our, maybe at this time, emotional baggage. We're revisiting all this stuff. And when we get to revisit stuff, we can really sort through it. Yes. Hopefully get rid of it. It's a review. It's a mental review. It's a mental review. So the retrograde doesn't start until May 29th, but the shadow period begins on May 14th. So, I mean, I say this every time, but I really think that shadow period is the most intense part of it. And then once it officially goes in, that's the most intense part that most people aren't really talking about. Mm Because that's when it's really slamming on the brakes, the hardest. Yes. The slowdown is is a lot. And then it's going slower and you can kind of get used to the slow pace. That's when it's like officially in retrograde. Mm -hmm. But the before and after shadow is like very intense. Yes, absolutely. So let's move on to Tuesday, May 4th. The sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality. Almost midway through Taurus now, 13 degrees aligns with the moon and Saturn together at 13 degrees in Aquarius. So this is another square, just like yesterday. Our emotions, our identity, the community, and what was the first planet? 
the identity is the sun. The sun, okay. Yeah, Saturn, restriction. So restriction to the emotions in the community, squaring off with your identity. So maybe you shared something on Monday with your community and now it feels like a little bit uncomfortable? Yeah, you might be feeling a little isolated. Like, why did I say that? Now everyone's going to... They're going to know. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to look at me weird. You know, it's like you had that nice experience at your breath work where... You said something and you got like the instant gratification where people were like, wow, I'm so glad you shared that. I don't feel crazy now because of my experience is similar to yours. But sometimes you might share something in the community if you're sharing it to a group, Mm -hmm. let's say, like you, um, but in a different circumstance, not where everybody's sharing. Maybe it's like you're the one that's sharing to everyone and all you get is silence in return. Mm -hmm. And so the next day you're like, why did I speak up? I should have just kept my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. But then maybe like a week later, somebody who was there said, I'm so glad you said what you said because it really touched me or whatever. If you don't get that instant gratification, it doesn't mean that what you said or what you did doesn't have value. So... The big question and the big focus for this alignment is how do you feel restricted? How do you feel restricted in your community? How do you feel restricted in your authority? How do you feel restricted emotionally? How do you feel restricted in the material? And what can you do to work through these restrictions in order to claim your personal authority, express your emotions, and establish material security for yourself. I think the answer to that is doing the opposite of what you've been doing in the past. So whatever is scaring you that you're not doing, you have to do. You just have to show up even though it feels uncomfortable. So communicating, sharing, I think that that would be a lot of it is just opening up your communication, whether it's comfortable or not, is not really something that you get to decide if you're going to do. You just have to push through the discomfort. You have to, you have to keep going. Yes. That's the only way to heal. You can't just keep doing what you've been doing in the past because it's obviously not working. (laughs) Hmm. Well, hopefully with Mercury moving into Gemini, there's the ability to communicate a little more openly. Of course, with the moon and Saturn in Aquarius, that's air. So that's communication, even though Aquarius is fixed. So when I think of Aquarius, I think of like, what is the tone that you're setting? So when you're communicating, is your tone complaining, miserable, being negative, or are you looking to appreciate yourself and others? Are you expressing gratitude? What is the tone that you're setting? It's not always what we say, but how we say it. Yes. There's a way to express yourself that you can share something, even though it's heavy. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be dark just because you're bringing up some stuff that's uncomfortable. Well, and it, and it, yeah, and it can be dark and you can complain But if that's always the tone, then... Maybe that's something to look at. Yes. Yeah, we can really get stuck in our old patterns. That's it. What's the pattern? What's the pattern that you're adhering to? Wednesday, May 5th. Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. Yay! In the sign that it rules, Taurus. Extra yay. <laughs> so it's in a position of power. Yes. Okay. Squaring off. Uh-oh. With the moon. Our emotions. In Aquarius. The community. Yes. 
you know, this is like we're rolling off Monday to Tuesday. You expressed yourself in the community on Monday. You felt isolated on Tuesday. And now on Wednesday, you're dealing with that emotional conflict in these relationships. Yeah, I was going to say conflicted. (laughs) Are you able to express your emotions in the community to your close personal relationships in the community? Are you using logic in the way that you express what you feel? Or are you going off kilter, hell-bent on how you feel? Well, Aquarius is also can feel disconnected but mm-hmm. in kind of a good way where you can approach things with more logic mm-hmm. so learning to approach our emotions with a, a more logical approach especially when it comes to communicating about them mm-hmm. can make people more receptive to how you're feeling yes not doing it at least in this moment not doing it in a state of emotion but just sharing how you feel with a little more grounded energy which is i mean not always the case sometimes it's good to just be emotional but today it might be easier it might be easier to communicate how you're feeling because you might be feeling a little more disconnected from the feeling. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love I love that Aquarius energy because I'm always so emotional. I look forward to feeling a little bit more separate from my emotions. Hmm. Mark these days on your calendar, Ingrid. Okay. Thursday, May 6th. Venus again, aligning with Pluto, the planet of transformation in Capricorn, the sign of authority. So communicating your emotions yesterday in a very disconnected, logical way has now allowed you to transform your relationship to the authority or as an authority, which in turn has now bequeathed you greater material security. I love that. Maybe you were able to ask for a raise yesterday. That's it. (laughs) Or today you're asking for the raise. Okay. Or yesterday. But yes. Maybe you asked for the raise yesterday, and now you have that promotion. But there's meant to be transformation here with how you are operating within your relationship frequency. So what is your relationship frequency, and how would you like it to transform? Maybe like you said before, like what are those patterns? Like if we're coming at it from the complaining as opposed to being grateful, maybe instead of complaining, like I don't get what I want at work. Why don't they like me enough? Why don't I get a raise? Instead coming at them with a sense of authority and saying, this is what I do for you. And I'm grateful to have this job and I want to continue to do like an even greater job. So can you help me do that by giving me greater financial security? Because <sighs> nobody wants to give a complainer a raise. I don't think that's how you get what you want. No. Yeah. Well, there's that that metaphor, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And I always say, no, the squeaky wheel gets replaced. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They do. Yeah. So coming at it from a different um, viewpoint energetically can really shift things. Yes. And so also today is the North Node, the soul's purpose in Gemini, the sign of communication, aligning with Chiron, the wound and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in Aries, the sign of self-confidence. So this is in alignment with the Venus and and Pluto alignment because if you want that raise, if you want to transform your relationship frequency so that you can have greater authority, so that you can embrace your personal authority in your relationship, then you need to have the confidence to communicate as such. Yeah, the confidence to ask for what you're worth. And that's what the North Node in Gemini is all about. Asking, asking questions. So, can I have a raise? 
I would like a raise. Maybe that's not a question. Maybe that's a demand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but asking for it, you can ask a question from a place of confidence. Yeah. It makes yes. such a difference. Mm-hmm. It's not really about the question. It's really how you approach it. Mm, right on. Friday, May 7th. Mercury, the planet of communication, just cruising through. I'm just loving seeing Mercury just fly through the sky because I know that in a couple weeks it's just going to be sitting there, (laughs) not moving. But for now, it's moving very quickly and it's connecting with the moon, the planet of emotions, which is now moved on to Aries. Oh boy. The sign of self-confidence. So. Well, it's self-confident, but it's also kind of hot. That hot energy, It right? is hot. Yeah. Well, so it could be aggressive if it's coming from fear, or it could be confident if it's coming from love. Oh, I love that. So if you've been restricting yourself and you haven't been facing those conflicts that you've needed to face in the middle of the week or in the early part of the week, then by the time you get to the end, there could be that explosion where there is aggression because it comes from fear that you... Maybe didn't say something earlier when you should have said something, and now you're panicked, and now you explode. Or you have been working with the energy, working with the energy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You've been practicing expressing yourself, so now it's become easier by the end of the week. And by the end of the week, you're ready to now. You've asked for that raise. You've gotten that raise. Now you're ready to communicate your emotions with confidence that I am the new blah, 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 uh, because I just got a promotion or whatever that may be for you climbing up to that next stage. But having the ability to Friday to truly express your emotions courageously, confidently, but also have the courage to create the space for the people that you are communicating with to share their emotions, to communicate their emotions. So how can you do that? How can you help others express their emotions courageously. I think leading by example does a lot and then creating the space for them to share as well, asking them questions so they can share in a space that feels comfortable. Hmm. Setting the stage by being vulnerable but also confident and then yeah. Yeah. Asking questions and listening. Absolutely. Setting the stage by being vulnerable and confident. And the energy's moving. Energy's picking up. Now we've got another planet moving into a new sign. Today, Saturday, May 8th. So on Monday, it was Mercury connecting with Jupiter and moving into Gemini. Today, it's Venus connecting with Jupiter, squaring off, and then moving into Gemini. So Mercury... The planet of relationships in the sign of security, Taurus, squaring off with Jupiter at the final degree, 29 degrees. This is super intense. The planet of expansion in the sign of community. So expanding those community relationships. What relationships in the community would you like to expand? Yesterday on Friday... Maybe you shared some stuff in the community, asked people questions, you become closer with them. So today is a good day to build on those relationships. You've kind of opened that line of communication up. Yeah. So opening up those new channels, solidifying those new channels. This is good. This is good. It might feel a bit awkward, but when Venus moves into Gemini, that's the planet of relationships in the sign of curiosity. 
I think new relationships in whatever aspect they are can always be a little bit uncomfortable or awkward at the beginning, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And especially since Venus has been in Taurus since April 15th, the relationship energy has felt maybe a bit stagnant. Now it's about to get stimulated in a new way. So Venus is going to be in Gemini until June 2nd. So from today, May 8th until June 2nd, now's the time to be curious in relationships. Meet new people, connect to new people, connect this friend to that friend, introduce this person to that person. It's networking. I never really understood what that meant until recently, and I had some strange fear about all of my friends and coworkers or whatever these relationships were about them all meeting each other, maybe not liking each other, and somehow that reflecting on me. And recently, I've become really excited, whatever fear has kind of gone away. And I'm like, I need all these different people to meet each other because they can all help each other in different ways and like expand their personal circle to get where they want to be, whether that's on their healing journey or in their career. I think somehow everything is kind of coming together and creating like a larger sense of community, which has never really been in my even like thought bubble ever in my life. Hmm. So who would you like to introduce to each other in your life? Or who would you like to meet in one of your friends' lives that you don't know? Ooh, I love having that opposite who do you who do you want to meet in someone else's life? I like that. Yes. You know, like you could sit down with a friend and say, I want you to meet this person. Or you could ask your friend, who would you like to meet of all my friends? Like, go through my Instagram or whatever. Or yeah, I'm and, like, hey, Scott, I really want to meet your lady. I want to connect with that person. That would be fun. Yes. Yes. Ask your friends, like, who do you want to meet of my friends? And I want to meet these people of your friends. Okay, this is a really fun exercise. I really like this. Yes. So this is this is the exercise from May 8th to June 2nd. So we have like a month. Oh, yes. Almost a month. Fun. Gemini is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be learning a little bit about a lot. It's supposed to be light, logical. Hopefully things are going to lift a little bit with, with the planets, with Venus and Mercury moving into Gemini. I feel like even our energy just talking about the week has gotten lighter. I feel so too. I was like, at the beginning, I was like, wow, this is some heavy shit. <laughs> But we had some heavy conversations before we even started talking on this. So, yeah. But now it's like the planets are moving. We're feeling a little bit lighter. We're sensing that, you know, things are going to loosen up a little bit, hopefully. It's such a nice reminder, like the reflection of the planets in our personal lives, because it's so easy to forget in a moment of darkness that things will shift eventually or even like very soon. But it just feels like that dark feeling is going to last forever. Mm. But just a reminder that it's always going to move. Maybe it takes an hour or a day or a week, but like, it's okay to sit in that discomfort and it's okay to feel dark, but it's not going to be forever. So sometimes it it can even last like a year. Like this, these cycles can be long or short, but they will change and things, things are not always going to be dark. I think I've had like the darkest year of my life, but I have like these highlight moments that make it all worth it. And it's really starting to shift into like a new phase. Mm. And to have hope that things will change. Yes. Whether it's good or bad, it's not going to last forever. (laughs) No, that's such a positive message. It's an important reminder. And that's part of being vulnerable and sharing like the dark and the light with people so they know that... You're a human being? Yeah. (laughs) When I went to that breathwork, the thing that the 
the um the guide or whatever the teacher was saying is like i do this because it shows that we are all human Mm. like this just brings humanity to life where we can celebrate our amazing things but also we see the dark and we can look at it all together so we we just see it as a whole yes because we're all going through amazing moments and dark moments at the same time that's it ebb and flow Mm -hmm. light and dark yes day and night that's life And I've around us, we've had a lot of people like in really dark places. Mm -hmm. And I think those dark places are really exacerbated when the people around them are not vulnerable. So they don't feel like they are also able to be vulnerable and they end up just feeling like really stuck and alone. That's such a great point. Just being able to hold space for people and share. Sometimes sharing is the most uncomfortable thing where you think you're being weak, but when you let other people see you're vulnerable, they can, they can do the same. Mm -hmm. I have a friend struggling with her mental health and it sounds like she wasn't reaching out to any of her friends and has been like, really living in the dark for years and years which is so sad to me mm-hmm. it's just really upsetting that she never felt like she had a safe enough space to share what she was going through to let people really be there for her and it's taken like a really horrific moment where it's really scary for everybody for her to maybe get some help and feel like it's okay to fall apart and your friends are there to help you yes oh, wow yeah, the longer you stay hiding in the dark, like you said, it's like the more exacerbated it becomes. It does. It just gets heavier and heavier when you're carrying your burden all by yourself. You're not meant to. You're meant to have help. I feel very, very lucky. I have like an amazing group of friends and I really did not always have that kind of support. Mm-hmm. And the more I share, the more that people around me share. And now I have such a strong group of friends that we all like really lift each other up and we all i hope are able to really share some really dark parts of ourselves too to be able to share the darkness and then still be loved and appreciated that's what friendship is it's like that's when you connect to somebody on a soul human heart level sunday may 9th so the week ends with a a bang a pop you know, it's like if, if the energy is still stuck at this point, and I don't think it is because it began that way, but we've moved through it. On Sunday, the moon at the final degree in Aries aligns with Jupiter at the final degree in Aquarius. So this is a fire-air connection, the planet of expansion, the god of thunder connecting with the planet of emotions. Express, express yourself honestly courageously express what you're feeling and it's like you said a fire air connection so it's like fire raises the air and air fuels fire so So, it's a really positive alignment yes yes this is this is the alignment that like supports you to like if you've been feeling stuck all week what is it that you want to get out i mean you might not even know you just need to get it out you know, it's like the, the thing where you, you explode and you're like, I don't even know why I exploded there because it's just been, it's been spending so much time festering beneath the surface. Being yeah. Suppressed. Being suppressed. Yes. Yes. So this is an alignment that's supportive for you to courageously, honestly express your emotions in the community. I'm loving all this community energy. Mm-hmm. When we first started this podcast, you kept saying community. And I'm just like, what the fuck is community? <laughs> what is that? I don't understand. I don't have one of those. I mean, like when I was growing up, we had like a community center that had like a basketball court and a pool. And, you know, you would go there and there'd be other people from the neighborhood, which is like the community. And you are 
playing games. You're swimming, you're shooting the hoops, all that sort of stuff. Uh, So the community could be your block, your street, your church, your gym, gym, you know, your yoga class. When I think of community, I think of the people that, that you see on a regular basis, that they may not be your best friend, they might not be somebody you know very well, but you see them all the time. You have an exchange. You recognize them. Maybe it's the people that are living across the street from you that you see, you know, it's like you see them and they say hi and you, you might talk to them once a month and have a conversation about politics or whatever and <laughs> move on. It's like, that's community. Okay. So my like regular spot is moon juice <laughs> where it's like a kind of like an interesting, it's just a, uh, a juice bar they make everything there it's just like really healthy but for some reason i feel like that's like my community center like i always go there when i'm usually feeling shitty and they'll just be like okay what can i get for you i'm like well this is my issue like please help me yes and they're always like very supportive and like they just it feels like a fun place to like share some of my baggage somehow yes because they always have some sort of like healing tool with like their plant medicine that's happening in this juice bar and, and you see the same people yeah 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 so it's just really kind of like a fun fun interaction where i feel like it's like part of my community they know that when i come in i'm gonna just say something outrageous about my week like whatever crisis has happened like i'm gonna need a juice to fix it so Mm, that's a great example for community i also think of like you used to be a bartender Mm -hmm. you know like when you're a bartender you see the same people come into the bar they sit there you you know what's going on in their life it's true Uh, you know they're having issues with their wife uh, their job is this, that next thing. It's and you're like the community counselor, basically, is the you bartender. <laughs> yeah, even within the restaurant too, everybody kind of shares everything. It's not like other jobs. It's you share a lot more. There's more downtime, oh, yeah. totally, and less rules happening where those like <laughs> boundaries are really like thin. So maybe you don't really see each other outside of work, but somehow you know like everything about these people. Yes. Totally. I also think of like yoga, like I, I'm missing my community. I, I used to go to this yoga class like almost every day during the week and that place is gone now. Fuck. So, you know, I, I'd see all these people on a almost daily basis. I haven't seen any of them in over a year. So it's sad. It is um, sad. Yeah. Yeah. So express yourself honestly, emotionally in your community. And with that, I thank you all for listening. Ingrid, I thank you for being here, for listening to me, for all that you contribute in your wisdom on this podcast. I enjoyed the conversation, Ingrid. Thank you. Same. Thank you for guiding us through the week. (laughs) You're welcome. See you next week. See you next week. The Weekly Transit. Weekly transit.